I'm Emily Ross and joining me in the studio today is Champion Ironman and Booper Health Ambassador Guy Leach and Booper's Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Paul Bates. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Emily. Now, before we get started, the point behind providing this interview as a podcast is to encourage listeners to download it to their favourite device and listen to it while they walk. We think this is a great way to demonstrate how easy it is to squeeze a 15-minute walk into your day. Paul, 15 minutes doesn't seem like much of an exercise commitment. Is it really enough to make a difference? Believe it or not, it really is. Um, walking can help you reduce your chance of diabetes, heart disease, stroke, and even arthritis. Um, a recent study of more than 400,000 people showed that just by walking for more than 50 minutes a day, you can increase your life expectancy by up to three years. That sounds like quite an incentive to get walking. I think most people would love to add another three years onto their life. Yeah, no kidding. The, um, it's also really important to remember that walking improves the quality of your life as well. It's a great way to get out and socialise and, and meet people. You know, um, a 30-minute brisk walk uh, burns out about as much energy as a 15-minute jog or even a 30-minute Pilates class. Guy, as an Ironman, you probably did more running than walking, but... <laughs> I know now that you're a massive fan of walking. How often and how far do you go? Look, for me, it's funny. When I was younger, I never thought that walking would be something I'd do for exercise. But uh, as I got older, you know, the knees started hurting a bit, the back started aching, and uh, walking became a great alternative. And for me, I mean, I start the day at uh, quarter to nine by walking my six-year-old to school, which takes about 10 minutes. And I find that's just a great time for her and I to be able to have a chat and, you know, just uh, just just sort of you know, mix it up in the morning, which is great. Got a family dog, so the dog gets walked every day, and that goes for about 20 minutes. And then on weekends, we tend to always have a family walk, and there's uh, two daughters in my family, and my wife and I go for a walk. So, you know, it's, it is a big part of our day, and I would think that I'd get something like 10,000 steps done a day. Yeah, they say you need that 10,000 steps, don't you? Yeah, particularly uh, today when I think the average Aussie moves about 3,000 to 4,000 steps a day. So we've really reduced the amount of moving that we do through convenience and technology. It's robbed us of movement and we need to find ways to try to take the long cut in life, not the shortcut. And there are also a number of brain and mind health benefits associated with walking as well, aren't there? There really are. And actually, Guy was just um, referencing some of those. I was really impressed to hear that. Um, walking's not just good for your body, but it's good for your brain. It helps you sleep better. It helps you perform better at work and play. And there's even some evidence that it can reduce your chances of getting dementia. Um, it'll also help you cope better with depression, anxiety, if you've got that. So all in all, it's just a great thing to do. Yeah, that's right. I mean, for me, I, I find that when I go walking, that just generally it clears my head. You know, some of the, some of the best ideas I've had around business have been when I've actually gone out for a walk by myself and uh, forgotten about the day and everything else that's going on and, uh, and just cleared the mind. And for me, it's one of those things that I do now as part of just reducing day-to-day -day stress and just feeling good about myself. You can almost call it a problem-solving walk. If you've got a problem that, you, that you're that you struggling with at your desk, go for a walk. I know for me when I'm writing, if I go for a walk, I can really clear things up and go back and get the job done. I think the thing to remember here is that the, the body doesn't discriminate against and doesn't know the difference between whether it's a five-minute, 10 or 15. It counts everything that you do. So even if you go and do a five-minute walk or a 10-minute walk, that does count. The body counts that. And it is worth something for your health and also your mental health. So do you think as a country we're exercising enough? I don't think we do. You know, three in five Australians are overweight or obese. And it's clear that people don't focus enough on that as a health issue. Walking to work, um, focusing on your diet are both really important things to get healthy 
and they're huge uh, health problems, just like smoking is. And that's why we're getting behind, Boopa's getting behind the Walk to Work Day. We're trying to give people some practical, um, easy ways to bring exercise and walking in particular into their life. I mean, you can also do that thing if you are dependent on your car. You can drive your car somewhere on the way to work, park it there, and then walk the rest of the way into work. That's a really good idea. Um, and I do that too. I get off a couple of stops early from the bus. Um, or I'll actually drive the car and I'll just leave it away. It's a, it's a great idea just to bring walking into work in a practical, easy-to-do way. So pick the nice place to walk, you know, where the trees are, where the water is, et cetera, and, you know, stay off a depressing highway. I'll tell you, that's a really good point. Uh, some of the celebs that I've trained over the years with weight loss, the, the strategy of bringing in walking, because they don't like exercise, they don't like going to the gym, they don't want to sweat, they're not into that whole setup. But for me, I've brought in... 30 minutes of walking a day. Strategies like that if you want to go to the restaurant on the weekend and have a meal, park two kilometres away from the restaurant, walk to the restaurant, eat your food and then walk back to the car. And I've found someone like Jonathan Coleman, the uh, media, TV, radio guy who's been around a long time now, who when I first got got training with Jono, he was 133 kilos, um, had type, onset type 2 diabetes. And we had a strategy of walking, obviously eating better, reducing fat in, in his diet and, and alcohol. But just by walking 30 minutes a day, he dropped a kilo a week and got down from 133 kilos to 95. And one of the strategies we had, which the doctor mentioned, was to actually park away from where you are and walk the rest of the distance. And you leave a pair of sneakers in the car, in the boot, all the time so that you never have to worry about having the shoes. Exactly. And uh, another strategy we did with him was I got him to buy a family dog. So the whole family had to take the dog for a walk, and that was one of the rules. You've got to walk the dog every day, and it got them out and uh, got them moving. That's a, great, that's a great idea, Guy. Now, the good thing about walking, too, is it's a relatively joint-friendly exercise. So if you find that you've got problems with your knees or your hips, walking is just a great way to, to get some exercise that's kind of joint-friendly, too. So, Paul, I have to ask you this. People have sometimes said to me, oh, what's the point in walking? You're not really going to burn much fat. You've got to, you know, get on a treadmill for five hours. Can you tell me about the benefits of walking in terms of burning fat and losing weight? Well, the truth is that the best way to lose weight is to exercise regularly and eat well. And so one in isolation is tough. You really need to do both together. Walking is a great way to start doing exercise. The more you do, obviously, the more weight you lose. And thus eating healthily, skipping out the, the fries at lunch or the hamburgers or the saturated fats and substituting them with whole grains or fruit and vegetables is a really great way to lose weight. If you combine those two, you will find that the weight will drop off. So if I go for a walk for 15 minutes and I eat a piece of mud cake, it's not going to work? It probably won't, um, unless you're a very, very, very fast walker. Paul, it's safe to say a lot of us get stuck in a rut in terms of not exercising and you really think, I've got to do this huge thing to get fit again. But, but how much? Can you do a little bit to, to change things around? Yeah, exercise isn't about extremes, and it's especially about just making a start. Um, walking is a great way to get going. Um, the more you do, the better. But don't be put off by it and don't see it as a huge challenge. Just find something you like doing uh, and stay with it, and you'll find the results will come. And there's also that idea of, you know, you start walking and then all of a sudden it sort of switches on other things that you want to do as yeah, well. Yeah, before you know it, you'll be jogging to work and then uh, sprinting to work uh, and doing all kinds of things. But actually, no, seriously, um, it's just great to make a start and, and, and get a momentum and you'll find it will go from there. And you get a real buzz too. Yeah, yeah, you really do. Booper Walk to Work Day is all about getting people walking to work. 
But according to a recent survey Bupa conducted with a 1,000 Australians, it appears that for most people, committing to a long walk every day may be a barrier to regular exercise. And I've got to say I was really surprised uh, by the results. Um, You'd think that incorporating 50 minutes of walking would be relatively easy, but only two in five people manage this twice a week or more. So what are some of the excuses people offered in the survey for not walking? Well, there were some really common themes. Around about one third of folks said they couldn't be bothered. At least they're honest. (laughs) About a third said they didn't have the time or that it was too difficult. And about one in five said it was because they were too busy at work. So, Paul, it's safe to say that employers have a big role to play here as well in encouraging their staff to get out more. It's true. The Booper survey showed that two in three people didn't think that their workplace had a culture that encouraged walking or exercising. But I'd encourage you folks just to test that out. Most uh, employers are going to want to have people that are healthy and productive and walking at work and getting healthy is a good way to do that. And with my team at work, um, we often, uh, instead of meeting in office, we'll get out inside and walk around the block or something like that. And it's just a great way to get some fresh air into your lungs and do something. Yeah, also, I, th- I love listening to podcasts. And <laughs> doing it. No, I do, genuinely. It's fantastic. You're no, right. no, go then... onto iTunes. There are so many and so many different places, if you like Hamish and Andy or whatever it is. Yeah. You can just, it just makes it so enjoyable. And, or if you've got, if you're in business, you can listen to a fantastic podcast from Harvard Business Review and you get your walk in and you're getting smarter while you're doing it. It's fabulous. Or or you can listen to us. Yeah. There you go. Over and over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. For those of us who need to drop the kids to school before work or can't catch public transport to work, how do you fit that walk in? Well, I think there's um, certainly, from my point of view, you know, setting the alarm half an hour earlier or 45 minutes earlier in the morning and getting up and doing something, going for a walk before you get into the day is a smart strategy. It, it means that if the day gets away from you, you've actually gone and done some exercise, done some movement before the day catches up with you. Uh, for me, it's always a good way to start the day because it makes me feel uh, fresh, healthy, positive, clear in the mind. So that's, that is always a good one. The other one is that you, know, you can set some goals around what you want to do. And that might mean buying a pedometer. A pedometer measures steps. You know, you put it on your, your waist, on your belt, and it measures the steps you do in a day. Now, you know, someone might start off trying to do four or 5,000 steps a day and build that up each week with 1,000 more steps a day to get up to that 10,000 steps a day uh, target. And by doing that, it just gives them some motivation. Also, you know, finding a buddy to go and walk with, uh, particularly, you know, someone that is going to meet you somewhere at the front of your house, and uh, it means that you won't actually go and quit on doing the walk because someone else is going to go and do it with you. The other thing with that is that it actually makes it enjoyable. You get to catch up with someone, have a chat whilst you're doing some exercise at the same time. There's also lunchtime, isn't there? There is. And, and Leachie, they were great tips, by the way. I love pedometers and find that it, when I've worn them, it just really motivates me to, um, to do more. Now, lunchtime's a good thing too. A lot of Aussies just prefer to sit at their desk at lunch um, and eat, dun- at, eat lunch at their desk. But if they can actually get outside, walk around the block a couple of times, it makes you feel better and it's also just a way, great, simple way to get you walking in. I mean, 20 or 30 minutes of doing that, uh, you'll come back to work as well and you'll, you'll, you'll be clear in the head. You'll, it means you've had a break. You'll probably go and work harder and smarter and better anyway after the fact and you'll end up doing a better job because of it. So you say take that lunch break because I think a lot of us skip lunch. We just keep working, don't we? Well, most people do during the weekday. 31% of Australians surveyed say they never take a lunch break. Another 11% only take a break once a week. So there's so many people out there that can get out, do something at lunchtime and make a difference. The thing is too, is that if you sit down trying to work for long hours, 
you're not as sharp as if you get up, move around and come back to it and have a bit of a break as well. And Guy, the interesting thing is that the clinical research backs up your own personal experience. It's been shown that if you actually do take breaks, especially even at lunchtime, you'll actually feel better and work better. Bupa's survey says that two out of three people said that they that they felt that their boss or workplace culture did not encourage exercise. I was really surprised by that. I think with the whole you know, health state of not just Australia, but the world. I mean, those sort of attitudes need to change so that, you know, the, the, the workers out there can actually feel like they can get up, move around, go and do something and come back to work and not feel like they've done something wrong. And I should say too, I think a lot of that discussion has been around office space workers, which is of course, um, uh, so common these days, but there are a lot of people who work in the sort of more manual um, professions like building or plumbing, and they get a lot of exercise in their day-to-day work, and I guess their challenge is how to do the exercise in a way that doesn't hurt their bones or joints. But there's certainly a lot of us who just um, lead sedentary lives and do sedentary jobs, and we've got to try and work against that. So what does walking do from a physiological point of view? Well, um, it's just a great, easy form of exercise. It raises your heart rate. Um, it makes you fitter. Um, and also increases your endurance. Um, so like any form of exercise, it just gets things moving around, and that's what bodies need to do. Um, and so walking has that physical effect on you, um, and, and it, it also just makes you feel better. It creates sort of minor, all exercise creates sort of minor hormonal changes in your bloodstream, which is why you often feel better when you exercise. Oh, I know. I call it go for a stress walk if things are getting difficult. Come back, I'm fine. Yeah. So, Guy, how can people get involved in the Booper Walk to Work Day? Look, Emily, it's really, really simple. Signing up's free. That's the first thing. You can be an organisation or you can be an individual. It doesn't matter. And all you've got to do is go to www.walk.com.au and sign up. Sounds good. So, to round this up, let's say I've listened to this podcast and I want to start incorporating walking into my daily routine, where can I go to get started or to get more information? Look, we've got some great information at Booper. There's um, just uh, animations, there's videos and stacks of tips and advice. And you can find all that at booper.com.au forward slash get walking. Well, that's just about it. Uh, 15 minutes of fame is up. Um, Thank you so much, Guy Leach. Thank you for coming off your paddle boards and Appreciate early morning starts to talk to us. And um, and as a, also as a Booper Health Ambassador and to Dr. Paul Bates, Booper's Chief Medical Officer. Fantastic talking to you and sharing your insights in you know such a straightforward way about the benefits of walking. Thanks, Thanks Emily. Good on you. So I, I hope that by talking through the health benefits of walking and providing some easy options for incorporating walking into your daily routines, that Boop has encouraged you to get out there and get walking and keep walking. It really is a simple and wonderful thing to do. So for more information, head to the Booper website and you can register for Booper Walk to Work Day at walk.com.au.